0: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everybody, welcome to New York Talk, this is the Rather United podcast and I think we all just about survived the heat, um, just about to be honest with you, it's been a hellish few days of weather, um, if you don't like the weather, if you like the weather, it's been wonderful for you. Um, we are in the earliest slot this week um, and we've already talked about, we'll come to that later on as well, we have myself and Danny and Mick, hello boys. Hello. Hello. How how are we doing? How have we dealt with the heat? We <laughs> and we got tips tips for next time. <laughs> um,
1: I've
2: I've got a tip for next time. Go to Scotland because it were a lot colder up there. I know. My mum said to me, shall we have a um, a little mini mini break to Stoneway <laughs> on the
0: Outer Hebrides?" Yes, I do no worries. <laughs> yeah, Mick, um, anything? No, nothing from me, mate. I've enjoyed it. It's good.
1: It's good. I don't mind it.
0: don't mind it at all. I, um, I, this is, again, not really football related, but I managed to break one of our fans on Monday night. Oh. <laughs> I was the least popular person, I think, in Rotherham at that point. <laughs> and I <tried> to break <laughs> one of the fans. Oh, no. uh, so I didn't go very well, but we got there end. Um, so yeah, we've got Bill of Bill Joyce, Gav IOC ICH, Neil Lewis is watching the England's women game. we seem to be clashing with everything at the minute so, The season's not on, but yeah, we're to be clashing with everything that's possibly on at the minute. Um, YouTube users on PowerMad UK, Jamie, Chris Anderson, Paul Rock, and and Alfie Knott are all with us at the moment. So thank you all that have joined us so far and that will join us later on or to the podcast. Uh, first of all, we need to give a shout out to Athletic Green, uh, who are kindly sponsoring us at the moment um we've talked about them before but we always like to give a shout out because they are there for your health um they absor- it helps you absorb they've got 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source ingredients probiotics and adaptogens which is a new word we've learned through athletic greens which is another mm. positive uh mick i know you're the uh, you're the cheerleader of the podcast for athletic greens really aren't you
1: i love it mate i love it i think it's brilliant It's doing it, it, it me world are good um i can remember stuff and all sorts
0: um it's it's where's that, where's that been all your life? I don't know, <laughs> I don't even know how we're capable of doing it.
1: Um, I, listen, it's worth it's worth the if if you want to sort of um, uh, healthier lifestyle, it's
0: definitely worth
1: it, definitely yeah. worth
0: a try. Did it help you keep cool over the heat wave?
1: No, no, okay. I can say something, and we do, we do perhaps should be emailing Athletic Green and telling them that it's absolutely crap for keeping you cool.
0: <laughs> yeah it's amazing for general health and it keeps you keeps you going but it doesn't keep you cool yeah you it, it, does, it allows it you to recognise the it's hot because you
1: remember what hot feels like true very true but
2: one thing it did do for me is it uh, got me up and going this morning because last night it was an awful night of sleep because it was just so warm <laughs> overnight Well, this morning athletic green down my gully off I, off I went to work easy peasy so it does get you going for the day as well one of those uh natural energy drinks which is great because it means it's did healthy it, um, mm.
1: did it replenish all the sweat you lost
2: at donny mm. yesterday then uh <laughs> um not not quite but so maybe the lost minerals and vitamins potentially yeah. um but no the amount of water i lost at doncaster could probably have filled all the reservoir because
0: <laughs> we were out yeah um, so if you want to take out advantage of Athletic Greens, to make it easier, Athletic Greens are going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Rotherham and take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you very much, Athletic Green. Um, Right, so let's see what we've got to cover today. We've got the friendly to cover uh, against Donny. There's sort of a little bit of movement in the transfer. We've got maybe a body through the door on what looks to be Thursday. We'll talk about a couple of missed ones that have slipped through Paul Warren's fingers, and we'll cover the wind in the morning again, I suppose. Um, oh, one, at some point, really Daniel. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get Mick on. A, we're going to get Mick up wind up sorry. We're going to get Mick rant tonight. That's the aim, um, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, no, well, I, don't, <laughs> you I don't. never know. I never say never. Yeah, Uh on the heat though, Jamie says Matt was—he uh, was very unpopular on Sunday. He put a screw through his air conditioner and broke it. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Love it. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the most recent uh, friendly, second to the penultimate friendly. Uh, still unbeaten, Danny. Two-two draw against Donny. Um, Hakim with with his, I think, his second goal of pre-season, and Georgie Kelly with his fourth. I think Parkgate Fleetwood
2: Did he score he against Harrogate? Didn't. He did against Harrogate, did he? He scored two against Fleetwood
0: And then this one's well, his go. fourth, yeah Four Four uh, Nailed them for Golden Boot, winner.
2: <laughs> I mean to be, to be fair, yeah I, I honestly think he will um, Surprise a few this season I think his um, His hard work over pre-season Will probably mean he plays more of a part Than people give him credit for next season Um. But he just knows where the goal is, doesn't he? He's just a natural finisher. And he needs to probably work on his, uh, his strength in the six-yard box with the defenders. But he's, he's just one of them strikers who is right place at the right time just to bang it home with his right foot or his head. Which, for us in the Championship, is probably something we need. We need that striker who's lurking in the six-yard box and just taps in the loose
0: ball because that could mean the difference eventually. Mm. It's a really nice finish, isn't it? It's one of those that looks really easy. It's just, it's just. It looks like the defender not really marked him very well, and he's just slotted under under between keeper's legs. But if it were easy, everybody would do it. That's, what, mm. that's what every, If that were if it were easy, we'd have scored sixty goals against Donny. I know we almost scored sixty goals against him last season, but it's clearly not that easy to do. Um, mm. And that's for all. Well, mention Michael Smith because he because how good what good he was, Mick. But for all his things he did amazingly well, Michael Smith, he could never finish. Like he never had that ability just to find that yeah. that space and that, and then just slot it in somewhere. It just looks so easy.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. He wasn't a natural smith Smithy, was he? Although his his uh, pre-seasons finished already, so I mean that's not so bad, okay. I guess. Um, from from uh, from uh, from our point of view, uh, no, no, you, you're absolutely right. Uh, it remains to be seen what he's like. In, in a of sort of a, a, comp, a proper competitive game. Um, however, the, 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 the thing that I'm kind of hanging on to at the moment, hanging my hat on a little bit, and I don't know whether this is the right thing to do or not, but I'm going to do, is that you look over the last two seasons, probably last three seasons, what, even while Walton's been in charge, really, the, 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 our chance creation rate is huge. Mm. It's massive. You look at, like I said, I think we said we talked about what our hopes were for for next season. I, said, I can't remember, somebody asked it when one of the podcasts recent, uh, just, you know, towards the back end of, after last season, sorry. And, and I said, if we could finish 50% of the fifty percent more of the chances we created last last time we were in a championship, we'll be fine. And we will. But when we were there last time, we didn't have that goal scorer, that natural goal scorer. Um, it looks like that's what Georgie Kelly is. However, you know there's a lot more. There needs to be a lot more to his game, and whether he's going to be up to that, that that remains to be seen, doesn't it? So we'll have mm. to see. But the, the signs are looking good at the moment.
0: It's, it's all about learning. He's, he's, this preseason's huge for him. This is bigger for him than it is for anybody else in our mm. squad. Um, mm. I know they're only friendlies, but he's getting used to playing against English teams, and he's finding it relatively easy as maybe maybe he should against League Two teams, I suppose, and League One teams, but. He's, he's, he's coming across very well. Um, mm. And hats off to a Duffin, Danny, playing out of position, although we know he can do that job. Two goals this season, is uh, in pre-season, so it's very solid. And it's a threat from set-pieces again, which is going to be key again this season.
2: Oh, yeah, 100%. <clears throat> um, he's sort of turning into almost sort of like your Richard Wood wrecking ball in the box, So of... Um, <laughs> sort of type player because he's an equaliser against Doncaster was a wrecking ball header. He's just careered over at Donny player, got his head on it and he scored. Um, and it was, a, for me, a little bit of redemption because for Donny's opener, he didn't quite close his man down quick enough for me personally. So that mm. enabled them to play the ball over the top. But he then redeemed himself, what, about four or five minutes afterwards, something like that. So he's um, got that work rate about him to try and make amends for any mistakes that he makes. Um and yeah, goal threat as well because he's um I d I don't know he I said he's a wrecking ball, but he's almost like a, a sneaky wrecking ball because he sort of drifts in and then goes bang <laughs> and gets his head on it, doesn't he? Because I, I didn't Whereas, he just barges through people. Yeah, but the sort of like barges time and then goes, Right, I'm going for it, and then just barges <laughs> through people. Um but yeah, I impressed me the Dolphin in pre season so far. He seems to have uh, matured as a footballer over the summer. Mm. Um, and yeah. he's got a little bit more strength about him, um, mm-hmm. which is great. So I, I don't really understand why people are having a, a good binge on social media. We are putting the building blocks down. And we, I've, I've, I think personally, <coughs> excuse me, it looked really good. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we drew two or with Donnie, but let's face it, they were up for it. They took an absolute stonk in from us last season. So they were proper up for this one, yeah. weren't they?
0: Yeah, I also think it's definitely worth comparing how a couple of the championship clubs did. On Tuesday night. Uh, Sheffield United lost 3-0 to Mansfield. And Sunderland lost 2-0 at Bradford. And they're both championship club to lead to. So, it's just just ignore the result. I know the goals are good and it's interesting to look at the how we did defensively make. But those two other results, Sheffield United are going to be in playoffs probably. So, mm. just ignore the fact it was 2-2. Just ignore the fact it was Donny. Just like uh, the goals were good, defending could have been better. And off a good crew.
1: Yeah, it's all about learning. It's all about learning to play together. It's all about creating that sort of um, that understanding between players. Um, results are, are literally irrelevant. Um, and, and I don't think any, any season, any club, in, to my knowledge, and I've been watching football a long time, I've never known a club get relegated by a three, from a pre-season friendly. I don't think it's ever happened in the history of football. Um, however, you never know, it could. Listen, the friendlies, like you say, I'm sure that you know, Sheffield United. I know Paul Eckingbottom was was not happy about the performance, but it is what it is, isn't it? You know, don't worry, chill out, man. God, <laughs> <laughs> just chill. Yeah,
2: I agree. 5-0 every time we play them
0: now, I know. <laughs> Um. So uh, on players, um. Alex Ethan says. I hope to God we go for Stockton. We'll, we'll come on to that later in the transfer roundup. Um. Jamie says he thinks Jamie Lindsay is going to be one of our best players this season. Um. Alex Ethan comes back. Are you? Uh, Lindsay's championship experience, but if Rath won impresses, I don't see why he can't. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the problem Danny was on Tuesday, realistically, the bench were not it. Uh, and, mm. and it's just because it's full of kids. The only problem with the bench is it's full of kids. Uh, it's important to remember, Ferguson wasn't there, Brammer wasn't there, Bowler wasn't there. And I think there was one other one missing. Uh, Eves wasn't there as Eves well. Eves obviously wasn't there, yeah. And, um, and so, McCart, but he's back McCarton. shortly. That's five players missing and four of those are back within a couple of days. Mm. Um But it just looks a bit scary uh, 10 days before the season not having that's the bench, I suppose, is where people are coming from, I think, a little bit.
2: In that regard, yeah, I can understand where they're coming from. But on the flip side, it's also giving our youngsters vital match day experience. And from the look of our youngsters, um, we've got a very good academy coming through this time around with some very good quality players in there. Um, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate with the injuries, but with a few of them, they'll have never experienced that sort of pre-season before. So, yeah, they will pick up niggles. Ferguson, you know, he's um, that could have been down to a little bit of stress over. Actually, actually no, he was injured towards the end of last season, mm. so that could be a little oh, linger yeah. from that. And that's why he's out for a little bit. Um, but yeah, the other ones are out because probably our intensity. But I, I said this on the last podcast, I'm not worried at all. You know what I mean? These these things happen in football. We know it, we're trying an absolute hardest behind the scenes. We've missed out on a couple, unfortunately, but they'll be going, but those players will be going to clubs that have more of a law than we do, which mm-hmm. in our position in the Championship, you, you can't really knock that. You know, I think one of them we missed out on was probably Jamie Shackleton from Leeds and he's going to Millwall, I believe. Millwall, safe Championship Club, will uh, improve and and learn stuff there and it won't be a a potential relegation on his CV either, so if I was him I'd have made that
1: choice as well You don't know, do you? Might be
0: Mm. Might Might be, might not um, Well, so uh, clarify a little bit, we were linked with Shackleton Mm. and we've been linked with Shackleton for a little bit I don't think for ages, but we've been certainly linked with Shackleton and then he signed for Millwall I think on Monday so it sounds like we we missed out on Shackleton it's also worth mentioning that Paul, that I don't think he, who was the midfielder, Paul one was referencing this post match though, as Paul mm. one said that the player that they, we had missed out on, where it was done and done and dusted, had not yet signed. Intimated that they had not yet signed for the club that they were going to, so he wasn't referencing Jamie Shackleton. I, I, I'm not sure any idea, Danny, who that that was referencing. Um not,
2: not James Shackleton. You're right. I think um, <laughs> from the, from what the way Paul Warren said it, the uh, the paper was on the table and he, and he was ready to sign. Obviously, a, a bigger, more mm. luring club, shall we say, has come in and offered him something. Uh, so that's put a little bit of a you know a question mark in his mind. Like, shall I go to Robin? Or shall I go to this other place? But mm. the way he sound, the, the way he word, Warren, he worded it, he said, "I thought I missed out on it." Yeah, but it's like. So, maybe it's swung one way, but now it's come back, and now they're weighing up with options again. Um, it, because analysing his, his language, we'll have everything written down and microscope. Out. Oh, he says he thought he missed out on it. What does that mean?
1: Hmm. Um,
2: but yeah, I don't think it was Shackleton that he was referring to. Um, we do potentially have one coming in on Thursday, like you said. Uh, that is more or less done, unless something major happens. Um, we yeah, just like him, where is the comment? Um Like Ian Bradley said, even Warren himself says he needs five or six bodies, well he needs five or six bodies coming in. Yeah. Um Maybe two or three before the start of the season but we'll get five or six before end of window easily. We haven't explored the loan market yet. We don't have to buy every single player this season. Um And again, I'm not worried. In warning we trust. And I, and I, and I can see where the meltdown comes from but Personally, I don't think it's justified, and I recommend you go and watch the Moment of Truth podcast to find out why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, Will Robbuck says it was Will Smallbone from Southampton who, who we thinks we missed out on. Uh, just mm. checked, nothing's been officially announced in it with his name attached to it, so there's who knows on that one. Who knows? Um, yeah, um, Mick, we are short. We are five or six short, and I think what adds to it is Paul Warren sounds down about it. You know, in his interview on Tuesday, he sounded frustrated. I know why he's frustrated. I, 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 I'm I, sure I'd be frustrated in his boots as well. But then just bleeds into the fans. The fans think, because Paul Warren's frustrated, it must be somebody else's fault. So people like are now getting on Tony Stewart. Big Tony, Tony must not be pumping three million quid into the pot. And it's probably that's probably not the case. Yeah, all right, we're not, there is a financial issue. But it doesn't feel like Tony Stewart's... Pulling him back. I might be wrong, but I don't read it like that. I think. Go on. I, I, why would he? Why
1: would he? I mean, I get, I get, I get the sort of speculation. I get people want to speculate, but you just have a think about it. For what purpose would Tony Stewart say, "No, we're not paying this. We're not, we're not paying ten grand a week. We're not whatever it is. What, what purpose would he hold back on cash? To, to keep us in this division, why would he? Because mm. if we don't stay in this division, he will lose money. So he's going to want yeah. us to keep in there. So He's a businessman. He's not an idiot. You know what I mean? Mm. He, 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 he clearly knows what he's doing. And I, I, we, the, the, the issue with all this is that nobody knows, right? Nobody, no matter what they want to, you know, whatever anybody says on Twitter or on social media or anywhere, nobody actually knows what's happening. OK, so whoever this player is that might have signed but didn't sign, nobody knows why. We can all speculate that he wanted, he wanted four grand a week and somebody else has offered him five or, or whatever, whatever. We can all speculate about that, but it's not right. You know what I mean? Because we don't know. We don't know what the situation is. As far as is sounding frustrating, I can't imagine what it's like trying to, trying to mess it out at the transfer market. It must be horrendous because you're not just dealing with football clubs and players, you're also dealing with the middlemen as well, the agents who will all have to have their cut out of this. Um, and and that's, where, that's where all these problems, a lot of the problems, in my view, arise. But that's speculation, again, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't get why we're calling people out i don't I genuinely don't, yeah, we're short of players, but that might just be circumstance in fact, it's probably ninety percent chance that it's just simply circumstance players deciding they want to go to a, another club a different club or or a different area country or they what they want extra they want an extra five grand a week or ten grand a week or whatever you know stuff money that we're never ever going to be in the market for so mm. it, it it's frustrating that we haven't got enough players in. I accept that completely. But for me personally, it's more frustrating having to scroll through social media every day and look at some of the absolute nonsense that's on there. That's more frustrating. And yeah. I've talked about this last season. It bleeds through into the club. You know, you listen you listen to moment of truth and you understand and you see Paul Wan banging on and banging on about not wanting to let the town down, not wanting to let the town down. It's all about the only the only place he's going to ever see that is on social media, you know, and, and the vocal minority of people who just want to speculate. I get mm. frustration, I understand it, I do understand it. But let the people who know what they're doing do their job. And we can yeah. we can look at it at the end of the transfer window, can't we? And if we're still not good, if we've still only got three subs. Then, then that's where we are. But bear in mind, we're equal fourth in championship for the number of signings made so far this season. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We, we've made more signings than
2: 19 other clubs. I think there's some clubs haven't even signed anybody yet. Like, yeah, yeah, they haven't exactly. signed anybody yet.
1: So, so, yeah. and, they, and they'll have us key players play. go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've got to bear in mind that those clubs are going to remain where they were last season. They're not going to necessarily improve Oh, they're certainly not going to improve dramatically. And those clubs, when we were in that, in that division last time, weren't that good. We were just a little bit worse. And not that much. I, not by much, yeah. I, uh, chill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get people's frustration. I do know yeah. yeah. my mix is. I get p- people do want to jump on and blame somebody. And they're rightly not blaming Paul Warren, which I do like. I do like that people have not jumped on Paul Warren. Um, but they're jumping on Tony Stewart, which it, it could be the case. Tony Stewart might have been very tight, but I don't think he is. I just think he knows a good deal. I think he wants to get the best deal as he can. Um, but this is the thing, isn't it?
1: You know, you know, if Tony Stewart goes, out, Stewart goes out and brings another Dexter Blackstock in, you know, yeah. somebody who's, who, who's got a reputation for being a decent striker and turns out to be an absolute donkey, you know, it'll be a hero one minute because he's pleased the fans by bringing in a big name striker, and and then as soon as that striker don't perform, it'll be will be it'll be
0: back to zero again. It's it's right. bizarre. It
1: is yeah. bizarre.
0: It, just think it through. Chris Anderson, for three of the three of the five or six players we will need, will no doubt be loans, which won't come in until shortly after the first game, probably at the earliest. Reg's last season is a prime example. Griggs also another example came late on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> if we can we've, we can go through pecking orders again if we want, but that's where we are. Uh, Power Med UK says Rob Scott says we should be looking at players from Belgium Holland if he's a head of recruitment. Why aren't we? Uh, now I have, I have heard I, about this, but I haven't uh, read, I haven't found it yet. I've read it anyway. Is it in advertiser or is it elsewhere?
2: Um, it may have been his, in his uh interview with the Daily Mirror, potentially, right? It's not, it's, it's I'm not
1: He's, he's, he's spoken to Paul Davis. I've not, I've not seen the advertiser yet, uh, but I think there's something in the advertiser from Paul Davis. Uh, so we are not looking there.
0: I'm sure we are. Yeah, Honestly, well, I, I we've, we've we just signed, already signed from someone
1: Austria. from a Belgian team.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 and the reason I say we probably will, we obviously signed somebody from there to start with. And also, what I found is doing this, we look at players. So when we look, when we when we try to look at Cameron for his stats and information, there were loads of information available on internet to us. There's so much information available, but if you try and find Icky's stats for last season, they're nowhere to be found. He's got minutes played and that type of thing. So for for those clubs in Holland, like the the, uh, the Dutch guy we were looking at from 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 uh, from Wolves, again, there's loads of information available to us idiots. Imagine what information is available to the professionals who pay for these databases and and could, they don't have to go over to Belgium to watch him to get the information they need. Really. Um, well, that's where I stand. Did Mick Danny anything to argue with that one? or are you Happy with that?
1: I think we clearly are looking there, are you not know, mm. the, the, we? We've got the Dutch lad. I, I, I accept he's a, he's, he's a Wolves player at the moment. We've had him on, on trial. Uh, we've got Humphreys in from Belgium. So clearly, we are looking there, um, mm. and, and I'm sure elsewhere as well. So it'll, you know, it'll it will work itself out. We will have a full squad. Uh, and, but it won't be a full squad of duffers, you know, just just to make the numbers up or just to get a big name
0: in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all we've done. You know, last two or three episodes, I feel like that's all we've done. Yeah. Sort of, <laughs> try to proclaim, you know, it's we're fine. Trying, trying, to trying to bring sense to the
2: world of Robin's Twitter. <laughs> it's a losing battle, but we still try. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The good thing is, next week it all we're, what We're, what, 10 days away, just under, just under 10 days away from the season starts. Next week, we get our prediction episode in, and then next week, we've got our first preview show. We're nearly there, we're nearly at the start of the season. Um, next <laughs> time, next week, next.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Um, Will Robux says it's shame to see Kieran McGuckin has broken his foot. Yeah, he just puts one on Twitter about that. That's a massive mm. foot. because these look really good in pre season. Um, yeah, I hope we don't discover his chances too much because we've seen. Injuries affect other players at that age, uh, development, Um, but yeah, that is a big, big blow. Um, yes. let's talk Brogan, Stephen Brogan, with
1: a Brogan yeah, That like when he broke his leg and he was a cracking player, and he was never the same after that.
0: No, um, he would he like have actually, mm. yeah, he's we, um, Cresswell, isn't he? Yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Um, Right, let's move on to the person that is supposedly set to sign on Thursday for Rotherham. Um, It is an experienced central defender, and the rumour is that it's Grant Hall, who is currently at Middlesbrough. Uh, We've got some stats up here. Uh, It's worth mentioning, Mick, that he was formerly QPR captain. I I don't know if that was permanent or just on a temporary basis, but he certainly was captain QPR on several occasions. So, I know, and QPR are as safe a championship club as you could possibly get. They couldn't be any more championship. Yeah. So, he's clearly got something about him. He's clearly a championship player from that point of view. Yeah, yeah he is. He is.
1: I, I got a bit of deja vu actually. I, I read him, scrolling through Twitter, and, and for the life of me, I can't, oh, I can. I can remember. I remember it now, and they were right. So, I'm going to take it back. I remember reading Middlesbrough fans saying, if you want him, we'll drive him down. And, and that was Lewis Wing, weren't it? Um, they're saying the same. Some some of them are saying the same thing about this lad, um, mm-hmm. which <laughs> which doesn't, doesn't help massively. But uh, I think the the key the key thing from uh, that I've seen really is 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 a little bit injury prone is the lad. So um, we'll have to wait and see. But experience it's experience, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and if he's going to sit in there with Woody and uh, and swap it about with Woody, happy days, you know. We've got Wes Harding in there. We've got Humphreys in there. We've got T- McCourt in there, you know, to to
0: to to bolster that up as well. So happy
1: days, happy days.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, he's only one year he left his contract. He did only play eight games. Doesn't make mention. I think he's had a couple of injuries last last season, but I also know he's on the bench quite a lot, a few quite a few times. So I just think he fell out of favour mostly, Danny. Um, With his rumored salary is ten grand a week. We we obviously won't be paying ten grand a week. Um But it, it, we, we, we said this before we start recording. It ticks a lot of boxes. He's a defender, mm. which we need. He's experienced championship player, which we need. Uh, is it, what is what we need in terms of. We don't want to bring in a seventeen year old kid, although it could be amazing. You know what you're getting with something like this, or you shouldn't do anyway.
2: Yeah, um, and I think he's made over 150 appearances for QPR as well. So he, like we've said, he does know the division. Mm. Um But yeah, you're right. I think he fell out of favour with Chris Wilder towards, well, last season when Wilder came in and sort of um, just couldn't get really going with his system. Uh, Only eight appearances, but season defender at this level, I think it could be a very good signing for us. And like we say, if he's on the rotation with Woody or even playing alongside Woody, then it certainly improves our defence quite significantly. Yeah. Um, Uh, his room weighs 10 grand. Yeah, we won't be paying that. I believe it will be a loan initially. Um, but I have heard rumors on Twitter that he might be looking at a loan to buy, well, at least loan and then get a further deal mm. uh, when his contract with Middlesbrough expires. So if he's willing to drop his wages,
1: fantastic. <laughs> mm. uh, by which time he'll be at least 31 and uh, he won't be commanding 10 grand a week anyway, will he goes, he? Mm.
0: no and, and if we're still in championship we'll be able to offer more than we could do now yeah yeah, we'll be still with him uh, Will Roebuck says he was the one that Crooks got sent off for last time in the championship not his fault
2: uh, okay. so is that uh, oh it's a, it's a shame if he's on loan from Middlesbrough he can't play against think that's a shame that'd that's be true. a good battle to what <laughs> wouldn't it <laughs>
1: yeah um, Alan, to... you, Matt. so again symmetry, yeah. symmetry there for uh, a little bit I guess yeah. mm.
0: Uh, IOC Ethan says, after Hall comes in, he's happy with our defence. Pro- to be honest with you, Danny, I am. From a, from a centre-back point of view, I don't think we need two more centre-backs. I think one will do the job. Maybe 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 alone mm. if you wanted one. of Regers available. That'd be nice, but I don't think it would be. The defence point, this almost tick it off for you? Um, Just
2: from my observations at the Donny game, like, I know it's against Doncaster and they were far more up for it. We did look a little bit vulnerable to the ball over the top. Whether or not that's still players gelling and, and getting the system and getting the knowledge of how to play alongside each other, that probably answers my question, actually. It probably is that. Um, but with Hull, um coming in six foot two, fairly tall defender, I think he's about the same height as Woody. Um, yeah, he's a very tall defender, so that's good for me. Definitely get more height in the defence. In the Championship, we, you don't see as many balls over the top of the defence. It's definitely a more on-the-floor game, unless you're Wickham. Uh, good job there, are not here. <laughs> Um But, yeah, it, it should be a very good signing. I mean, I'm personally OK with our defence as it stands now, but he'll it, just bolster it and make it even better for me. Um, one, one thing I note, though, Humphreys works very well with Woody in that defence. Which is what we got told from the Belgian um, expert. We'll say expert, just someone who knows Belgian football, because uh, we know nothing about it. Um, nope. And he did say <clears throat> Humphreys plays better alongside an experienced defender. So if we've got mm. Woody and this new guy coming in, Humphreys is laughing on that right hand side of defence. He'll crush it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Power UK says, don't say you're happy with defence or Twitter will be in a mail <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we said last episode, Mick. I was, I, I'm anyway, I'm probably happy as it is now. Mm-hmm. Maybe a body short. This body ticks that. Uh, let's move on. If he if he comes into it, let's just yeah. move on. I, I, I just like to move on anyway. To be honest with you, <laughs> this is not your time <laughs> at season. Come on really. now. Enough's enough. <laughs> Yeah, Mick doesn't like this time of the season. Is there any time of the season you do like? Yeah, man. Yeah, loads. Which bit? Which bit? Uh, I finished. that, um, that one, one of them games last season. Right. Which one? Uh,
1: Julian, I enjoyed that one. Julian, <laughs> <laughs> For the last 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't enjoy it a lot. Do I know what I'm like? All right, miserable game. <laughs> True. It would appear. But a happy clapper at the same time. So uh, it's, it's a difficult one to reconcile there, really, isn't it?
2: Oh, don't say happy clapper. Twitter
0: will go into meltdown with you. <laughs> you are upset about three different groups of people by saying that. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Why Why is it we get called happy clappers just with being OK with how our football club is? You know what I mean? Why Why do we call, get called happy clappers where we don't moan about anything? I'm meant to criticise, like... mate. I know, it's just constructive criticism, right? I thought Ben Wiles gave too many balls away against Doncaster. But it's pre-season. That's why you play pre-season, to work out where the little improvement areas are and then improve it in, pre- in training. I imagine he will be doing passing drills on Thursday <laughs> back in training. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, I'm going to stop before I go on the rant about Twitter <laughs> because it you know, uh, irritates me. Oh.
0: Yeah, it does. But <laughs> get, ready, get ready for it if we lose next Saturday,
1: mate. Get
2: ready. I'm just gonna nuke the notifications as soon as we've lo- Say for example, if you lose what two, two nil or whatever to Swansea on opening day, right? I'm just gonna go out of the ground, turn my phone off, and then <laughs> just go home, go to bed, sleep, <laughs> and I'll feel better. Easy, that's what you should do at football, but uh, social media, right? Yeah, yes. I sound like such an old man saying that, don't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mix, mix. is rubbing off. Nah, make, no. make. I'm taking the old
1: man title for next season. <laughs> I'll do me. I'll do me. Listen, if, if we lose one 0 to Swansea on the opening day, one, not because we're relegated already. So, you know, I'm that's true.
0: true. And if we win, we'll just be delaying the inevitable. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: I know this there. is probably upsetting people. We're not we're not doing this to upset anybody because we. Wouldn't. But it, I just don't. It I, I, we don't get the anger, and I, I think that's. I I get the worry. I certainly get the worry, mm. but I can't understand being angry about this because it's not finished. It's, it's like
1: finished it's not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, it's like it's like being angry at somebody who's building your car because it's not quick enough. It's not finished yet, is it? We're not there. We have got an engine. Exactly. <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah it's not very
1: quick. It's got no wheels on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, um, but yeah. Um, so more rumors, let's cover this Cole Stockton one. I say cover it, Danny. Is there anything to cover from the Cole Stockton room? Because it's difficult. To know, the rumour is... I'm not going to cover what what Twitter says. What, what is there anything we can add to the already pile of Stockton news? Um, there was
2: a thing that came out about him delaying it, signing a Morgan contract because mm. he wanted more. I don't know how old the news is about us being interested in him. Um, they, they may have put the two together to make the story out of it because that's what journalists do. Uh, they can be very... Well, how's, what's the polite way of putting it? That won't get me in trouble. What was that? <laughs> no, I don't... I don't. Yeah, manipulative. Yeah, that'll do. True. Yeah, they, they can be very manipulative with stories like that. Um, Stockton will be a good addition. I do think... I do agree. I, I don't think it will be a good addition. However, Woody suit our system? And we've got Washington and Eves already in the door. Yeah. Um, my my impression is that he will probably stay at Morecambe and Morecambe will just give him the money that he wants uh, because he was incredible for them last season. Um, But there was a time where the deal was dead in the water and we weren't after him, but now it's resurfaced again and then the interest has come out in the fan base again. In all honesty, I don't know. The club have gone very, very quiet and our contacts within the little network have also gone very, very quiet. So I think the club have now just closed ranks and gone right nobody is telling anybody anything because we want these targets in the door Mm. Um, and after missing out on a few players and having a frustrating fortnight of transfer transfer window activity you can understand that Mm. I think so it's just like let them do the thing if we sign Stockton fantastic if not no worries we are still after a striker uh, probably a number 10 sort of striker and uh, a
0: midfielder because we've still got number 7 available don't we? Yeah, or cover it right wing back, or right hand side yeah. potentially. Um, to Sort of cover the two Aussie two to roll a bit of a, a bit of you uh, bit of a utility mm. man around that way. Um, mm. Yeah, the umbrella you know, says Stockton was the main reason Morecambe stayed, up. yeah, he was. But I, I sort of agree. I don't uh, taking away the goals, which I know Vital make. I don't mm. really see how he fits in with what we do. He's not really a target man. Uh, He's not really a poacher. I know he scored goals, but he doesn't strike me as a poacher particularly. Um, yeah, I, don't get me wrong. If I signed him tomorrow, I'd be, I'd be buzzing. But yeah, yeah, I, I can see why there's a bit of reticence to do it.
1: There's something, something there, and I can't. I, I, it's something that's sort of intangible that I, I, it doesn't sit. It's not the whole idea of, of us going after him. Don't particularly sit right with me. I've seen it. We've seen it many, many times before. If, if, of players that have a really good get one really good season in League One or in League Two or whatever, and when they step up a league, they just can't. They just don't cut it. They need that longer term experience and and, to, and a bit of consistency over it, over a, a couple of seasons. It just doesn't look doesn't fit right with me. I'm I'm not convinced that he is like you say the right fit for us, and and I suspect. I don't know. I might be completely wrong. You know, we might announce him as signing him on Thursday and he bags three against Swansea on opening day. You know, you don't know a deal. It just, I don't know. It just doesn't feel quite right. It just do not feel mm. quite right for me.
0: Yeah. Stephen Adams, thank you very much, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams has read the advertiser and the advertiser says we're not looking at Cole Stockton. But there we go. Three or four minutes, we've just wasted everybody's time. So apologies about that. Ah, <laughs> uh, but that could be a
1: double bluff. Mm. We could be
0: saying that so that
1: them from down at Swillsbury don't swoop in at last minute and offer him five hundred grand a week and free tuna for a year. <laughs> could happen. Yeah. But but then but
2: then again, would you want to be that club that signs a player purely for his goal scoring exploits in a league below and them him be out injured for a for a few weeks or something.
1: Well that's another option, isn't it? That's another possibility, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's not happened to a club that's just up the road, has it? No. Well you know, could happen to anybody, couldn't it? Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: Garma's a beautiful okay.
0: thing, isn't it? <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh I see this says, how's Kyoso looked looked at uh, Donnie? Uh he's got an assist, it is how he mm. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, he's, he looks very, very
2: good on that right hand side. I could understand why we played Chio further up if we've got Kyoso on that right hand side because he's very good. Um he latched onto that through ball from Lindsay perfectly. Perfect square ball into the six-yard box, which did all the hard work for Georgie. Um, We've already said that it's not easy to finish like that. But the hard work from Kyoso were brilliant, he's good in the air. And I tell you what, if we get a little pinged ball from Barlasser, Kyoso can stop it dead on a dime. It, his first touch is fantastic with aerial balls, which is something we should be looking at. That ping out from Barlasser or yeah. McCart or whoever, out to the right hand side, Kyoso with touch down the wing, straight into the box. Goal scoring opportunity. Easy as that. Mm. And Kyoso could prove to be a fantastic signing for us. Because he looks good already. Mm. It does,
0: yeah. I've already we've already we've all, a podcast I've already had two different Luton fans messaging us asking how Kyoso's getting on. Because he's still very popular down at that down at there and um yeah. Uh, Philip Oxley says we could kazum, could could we guzzum the piggies and go for Malik Wilkes? I mean, just for comedy value, I would like that to happen. Wouldn't it be amazing? We're trying to get deals done for two months, oh, and then we just—I don't want him. Don't get me wrong; I think it's a bit of a bad egg, to be honest with you, from the stories you hear. Um, but just for comedy value, it might be—it might be worth relegation, just for comedy value, to be honest with you. Oh, it's would
1: it it be well <laughs> worth signing him and loaning him back out to somebody. <laughs> To, to else, like, or, you know, like
0: MK Dons or bars yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> a, a, a yeah.
1: point that uh, that Ian Bradley Bradley's made there, um, Alfie May at Cheltenham, uh, mm. I, I, I'm in total agreement with Ian there. I think he would be a much better fit for us than Carl Stockton. Um, I think cool. Carl Stockton as well. Carl's not as good. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's all right, but he's not. He's not a call. But uh, yeah, he, he will be somebody I, 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 I'd i like to see. I'd like to see. uh like to see us have a look at. And not only that, with his name as well, Alfie, obviously, they could try them down the road, could try and make a sneaky, sneaky um, backdoor. Alfie I, and final. May. May, they could sign him anyway on back. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't know what to do, would they? They'd have a, a right. It's, it's a confusing completely. So.
0: Yeah, I
1: like, yeah I, I, I like
0: the look of him. So. Yeah. He's rumoured to be available for around 500k. He's basically the same age as Stockton, 29-year-old. Uh, only just 29. Turned 29 this month. Um, mm. I think Colt, Stockton's close to 30 than that. Um, but yeah, 23 goals in 46 games last season. Alf May, I do like I, don't, I The problem with Alf May, I don't think he's quite got the physicality that Stockton has. Mm. I, he's he's I think they're about the same size but Stockton's a bit built and I don't think Altham is quite as strong. It's a different kind of player though in but he's yeah exactly it's a different type of player that's very very true. Mm. Um yeah we'll see we're still after we know after midfield obviously cuz we've been pipped to one at least one striker I'd personally like cover on the right mm. wing back but we could get away without that. Uh, Danny is that we're assuming Hall comes in by the way this is assuming yeah he's <laughs> in the door.
2: It, is well, that I, how I still-
0: I saw a comment earlier saying, according to
2: Twitter, we need a striker, a midfielder, a winger, and at least three centre backs. Um, See so everything anything else will do until we get those for me. Well, um, no, seriously, um, striker, midfielder, maybe a wide midfielder for the right hand side potentially, because in the middle looks quite good for us, to be honest. Um, but the only thing is, if Wales will be playing further forward with Ogbeni or whoever slightly as an advanced midfielder because we're rumoured to be playing Barlasa further up mm. in midfield this season, maybe alongside Lindsay or Rathbun. Um so yeah we could do with another centre mid in cover there like safe Wiles is playing more of an attacking midfielder role. Um if we get Hall in then we could be okay for centre backs I think. But yeah if we if we're playing Harding as part of the defensive five uh, defensive five defensive three And um, on that right-hand side, yeah, we could do a wing-back cover on the right-hand side, but if we intend to play Harding as more of a wing-back and have Humphreys on that right-hand side, Mm. then we should be okay on that wing-back side because then we'll have two on one side and then two on the other. we could be okay with that. Um, But just to chuck a name um, randomly out there, I think we should sign Ironside from Cambridge. Mm. Purely because his granddad's played for Rotherham. That is the only reason I want us <laughs> to sign him.
0: <laughs> Just complete yeah. the family loop, you know. And also, he's a very good player. He causes a lot of problems, did not he? Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, that helps. Um, yeah. Uh, Ian Bradley says, Eves and Georgia could provide the physicality and May could knock those balls in another ravel uh, guard partnership. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're right there. Um... I think we've ticked all the boxes, to be honest with you. Uh, so this is our new catchphrase. Anything else that we need to talk about? Any other Rotherham news or tenuously linked Rotherham news that we can talk about or cover? Uh, it's been a quiet few days. I'm recording a daily, which is not ideal. <laughs> uh, we could talk about the advertising boards, that
2: we're not keeping them after the Euros, even though it looks makes the New York Stadium look clean and fresh. <laughs> you know, it, it does, it makes the stadium look really nice Doesn't it, but from what my mates told me um, They're actually not To EFL regulation, they're too big To oh. be used in the EFL Because if you look at the other grounds that have actually got Electronic boards, they're thinner mm. Whereas these ones are thicker right. um, So we're not actually allowed to keep them However, we might be looking at Getting the thinner ones Because they'll make the stadium look so nice So, all rumours mm. for the time being But we could be looking at the thinner ones Will be a fair
1: bit of money to get those Can we, in. Um, can't we keep these that uh, you have put in there and then whack them on eBay when you have gone home?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something Tony Stewart could do, you know.
0: Yeah. Have you seen this new idea they've come up with to stop time wasting? This new in, in, in innovative idea? Uh, is it? Um, is
1: it? Got, I haven't. Is it got something to do with the referees adding time on at the end when they're actually time wasting?
0: No, it hasn't. No, no, no. Um, I said, it's I that's what they're supposed to do. That is what they're supposed to do. All they, right. uh, this is this is only the Premier League so far. I'll check if EFL's done. Uh, it's the multi-ball system. The multi-ball system's going back, and I don't know why it's taken so long to realise that this is going to make the game quicker. Um, but the Bringing back in the the multiple balls, but it's it's all official. You've got to have like eight balls on the, at the side of the pitch on a on a plinth, and then when the player makes it's, in the article it said something in the lines of when the player makes eye contact with the ball boy didn't say ball boy because they can't use that. That's when he can give the ball back to the player on the pitch, and it's it's really all these weird little details like just, just give the ball by a ball, throw it back just, when it's ready.
2: Just can't we can't we just have more kids with with balls at the side of the pitch to throw them to the players and if the player doesn't catch the ball first time then he gets immediately on the clock for time wasting because it because let's so professional football you should know how to catch a ball you know what i mean I so.
1: so 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 this is the EFL bringing in um, bringing in another unpleasable rule and uh, this is the premier league at this point premier league well i mean so at what point, how, how is the referee going to determine whether the player has made eye contact with the ball boy or ball girl? I don't know. Yeah, is, is the ball boy or ball girl going to have to hold up a sign saying, He looked me in the eye? I mean, it's just nonsense, man. It's
0: absolute <laughs> nonsense, isn't it?
2: They're great to be using VAR to check so if they so made sorry.
0: eye contact with somebody. So this is a quote from the quote from the article. Clubs have been told to use a minimum of eight-ball assistants, official tile, who oh, must this. must make eye contact with the player, restarting play before throwing the ball to them, and must give the ball back at the same speed to both clubs. <laughs> so they're going to measure how fast
1: the ball comes back from the ball. ball girls and ball
0: boys. Man.
2: Oh, we will throw that ball to the opposition not 0.5 of a second slower. I mean, this is just... This is just
1: you're getting utter the in the garbage, isn't it? That is it thats utter <laughs> garbage. Eye contact. <laughs> that's, that's contact. The best. Eye contact. I, is I, it?
0: How do you police I, it? I, you
2: serious. can picture players walk, walking to take a throw it, and they'll be walking looking up at Stan yeah, going, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. eye contact with him.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But that, but that, that, that's, that's it. So if you don't make eye contact, it's okay to waste time. You know, or is... you know when
1: they were when they were considering this. Do you think this conversation might have taken place? I don't know. I, I hope not, <laughs> because if, 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 I mean, it, it's just I mean, it's just bizarre. It, it's the fact that the, the
2: selling point of that is eye contact. Who has sat down and said, "Yes, we determine it by eye contact." Do they not know that someone can look the other way and not make eye contact with yeah. the same person with the ball? You would have thought
1: with some of the referees they'd know that because they're always looking the other way. You can
2: picture referees just staring at players as they go and take throw-ins if <laughs> they has made eye contact. Oh yes, he has. Right, start time wasting. Oh, he took six seconds. Yellow card. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Have you seen those YouTube videos where they use like eye tracking software when they're watching certain videos? They're gonna have to start bringing that into Premier League and they'll have cameras <laughs> on the players with the eye trackers, and as soon as their eyes go to. Um, the what do they call it? The ball
0: assistant, ball assistant, yeah, yeah. As soon as their okay, eyes yeah,
1: go, assist the ball.
0: I don't know, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Surely it should, should, should be yeah, right, it yeah.
2: right? should be touchline assistant because they're on the touchline and they're assisting the, the ball going to the touchline and back in play. You can True. tell, you can tell the higher ups at the FL actually make the rules don't follow football as religiously as
0: we do. Right. This is what you don't
1: have to. Um, there, so,
0: which is, which is, um, idea that is <laughs> John Morell says, Easy, tell the ball boys and girls to wear sunglasses, exactly. Al- Alfie OC says, Tuesday night game, chucking it down with rain in January, and the ball boys have got rear bands on. <laughs> <laughs> you can, I, I, some clubs will do it, they will. Wickham, yeah.
2: <laughs> in, in fact, w- in, in fact, uh, Grace Kelly has been a ball girl at the Euros. If she goes mm. back. And uh, it does um, touchline assistant, as we're going to call it, if she does that for a roll through game. Get your sunglasses on. But Only one on touchline with the with the sunglasses on, and make only sure. For winning, it, yeah, only for winning though. Just uh, pop, yeah, put them on. So it. Yeah. yeah. Make sure it's in the defensive uh, half as
0: well, so it's going back to our players. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Paramount <Power> UK <laughs> rightly asks, when will we get to mix top ten bad referees? We have completely missed on the summer summer series this, haven't we? Yeah, we have, um, and we did promise everybody we will get to that. Ten? Hmm. I'll, I'll let you have five.
1: You can let you have five from Trevor Kettle. Yeah, Ian <laughs> hey, Bradley. Trevor Trevor Kettle has retired. Discuss, but that's not true, Ian, is it? That is clearly not true. He has retired from refereeing. He's got a job with Premier League dealing with time wasting. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> He's come up with a rule there that he thinks he can police. <laughs>
2: Unbelievable scenes. I mean, you have, you have to remember he does watch the game like a hawk. He, he blew for half time, bang on the minute, even though the ball across the line mm. for, a, for a goal. I think it was for Accrington that. That were, was that that one was of that, the
0: worst scenes. Was ever that seen. when Barlasso was at Accrington on loan? I think I, I think Balas was on loan, and I watched the, that goal back the other day. Crooks who were playing for Accrington as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: yeah, um, not a really sad loss to football,
0: like, is it? Our yeah, Chev's retired. Mick, I've got, I'll give you a few minutes. To go let's let's. We've we've got bags of time tonight. We've run out, we've got bags and bags of time. So if we want let's, let's go through some bad refereeing decisions to keep everybody happy and to keep things going. Well, I mean, I it's it, not it, enough. Well, let's oh, just stick the last season championship, so shall we? Well, we'll uh, we mix it up a bit. Come on. Uh, I, I remember a day in Swansea. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. Well, I will go back to Championship, Rotherham United versus Wolves. Michael Oliver, referee, giving a penalty against Kari Arneson, which was an absolute joke of a decision because Carrie Arneson gets pushed. Both hands. With both hands, tries to keep his balance. The ball hits him on arms. And uh and Mr. Oliver gives a gives a penalty. So that was a shocker. That's that's definitely up there in my top five. Um I'll write them down as they go through and you can rank the end. okay then. Well I, I mean there's obviously you might as well you know what number one is, so
0: um, Victor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which um, one? Well both Victor vs. Barnsley. Yeah.
0: Victor, Victor versus, versus Preston. Preston. Yeah.
1: Um the the goal. Versus Preston in that game. I mean, that, was also Victor Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That's true. Where do you want me to go? Hull City FA Cup.
0: Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that one. I mean, that were just that were would embarrassing, weren't it? The thing is with that one, that were all three goals. We lost three two, and all yeah. three goals. Oh no, first, I think the two. I think the first one in the first half were alright, actually. Yeah, now possibly, that I think about it. Possibly um, second half, both goals were. And, that, and the thing is with that that whole one, it wasn't there wasn't just the referee who was terrible. His two assistants let him just, down woefully. Yeah, they did absolutely, absolutely they did.
1: Um, I, I've got one to chuck him. One. Um. It,
2: it's not really a proper offending one, but it's just how. Shocking! It was to witness from is the this standards. the Oxford one. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I, I am still. Me, up, I am still upset about that decision. Please go back and watch the Oxford jo- Oxford vlog because you can hear the anger in my voice. The fact that what we call Sam Perkis, the fact that his own player has fouled the goalkeeper and he gives the foul on Michael Smith, who was stood three yards away. It, it, it's oh, it still angers me. It keeps me up at night. That it still angers me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, John rail says Michael Oliver is the English referee at the Winter World Cup. Yeah, Mark, Michael has blossomed into probably the best English referee there is at the minute. Uh, the bar is quite low, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> uh, Michael, Michael Oliver is a very is now a very good referee. But that was a horrendous decision to make. It was. It, it was. Yeah.
1: Um, um, I mean, you, you could you could also go to Michael Smithson off at Swillsbury, which we want which which was a shocker. You could go overturn,
0: to though. We'll give. Yeah, Matt Brooks is sending off against Middlesbrough, which is a
1: ridiculous decision. Um, But I don't put them up there um, with with either of the Gavin Ward performances of that season. Those two performances against Preston and Barnsley were probably as bad as any refereeing performances I have ever seen in my life. Um, They were were appalling and, and quite frankly, dangerous um, for me. So, and, and the only other one I'd add into that mix is, is Angus McDonald sending off against Shrewsbury this, this season just gone, which, again, well, that finished his Rotherham United career, um, as, as, we, as we now know. Um, but that was another shocker. But he, we, could, we, could, we could do a full series of podcasts. We could just do a podcast after every championship game that every championship club plays in, and, and he could have a full podcast on every, every game. Um, the way it's the way it's been, so um, I'm looking forward to this season. It's going to be great fun.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woody's
0: so you don't want to include as
2: well. Ramble, that's another one. That that were atrocious. Oh, against Accrington. Yeah, that would never bowl. Yeah. yeah, I have a baggy line with it as well. And it it's him on
0: his side. The referee's gone. Now, mate, he's ramble. It's like what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mick, you don't want to include the Swansea one. Swansea um, away in 2018, this would Yeah, that was shocking, wasn't it? it?
1: Yeah, absolute uh, shock that was him. Keith,
0: oh, oh, him, him that's a Bournemouth, that refs Bournemouth all the time. Is it Keith Stroud? Keith Stroud, yeah. The guy who's from Bournemouth, who refs Bournemouth, yeah.
2: and Bournemouth have never lost with him reffing.
1: <laughs> that's not true. They have now, they've lost once, in about 14 <laughs> games, his oh, referee... Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, they've, they've lost once. ones that's just not make it too suspicious like you gave just game yeah. one loss and
0: so they'll get off me back a bit they're so not in this season though they see we aren't going to worry about Bournemouth mm. um, and Ian Bradley says Barnsley away how many Mick that was McCartver got sent off he sent about four Rotherham players off and then gave Barnsley a goal that weren't were nowhere near yeah. Robert Line in 2006 yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Oh yeah, oh. I remember. I remember reading about this. He just played next goal winner, didn't he? And just kept yeah, doing time plan. ticking on.
0: Oh. He, he, well, he sent McCartford off. He sent Dion Burton off for two yellows. Second one being a dive. I can't where else he sent off actually, but oh, I'll see if we can find it. With like four players plus the manager.
1: The the other one to consider is the um, the Darren England, the um, brother of Sheffield Wednesday season ticket holder Darren England, who's now a Premier League referee. Who, who uh, allowed Sheffield Wednesday to equalise or score the winner in the 11th minute of eight minutes of injury time at, uh, at New York as well?
0: So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were upset about that one. I was, I was rather upset about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For th-
1: for three full minutes before they even scored, I was upset
0: about it. <laughs> Uh, Uh, So sorry, Troy Kettle, I apologise He gave five yellow cards Three red cards Plus one for the manager So four red cards including Hartford. Clown Absolute clown clown. And that was 2006 That happened And he's only just retired in 2022
1: And the thing is The thing to bear in mind His reputation has not altered In the whole of those 16 years
0: Mm. Yeah. Not improved. He must have some on somebody. He's got yeah. to. <laughs> I don't I He's gone there. He's gone. So so you're saying which Victor one are you saying the Victor Barnsley one is the worst? Oh god, by by, by oh, yeah. yeah. And you're saying the <laughs> Victor it, it, Preston's it, it, the second worst. Uh, I mean,
2: at Barnsley, there he really ones, lost his it? eye. That's how bad it was. Didn't he break his eye socket or something in that yeah. challenge?
1: You no, know, it's a goal. What are you on about? You've dived. Yeah, I, you can perm anyone from the rest in terms of um, in terms of ranking them, but but that one is head, shoulders, knees, and toes above everybody <laughs> else.
2: <laughs> I think Carlton Morris
0: was as well. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Victor wants to wear one of them rugby helmets for this season at the Championship. He knows what protection he gets. Yeah. Swedish better check. Although, knowing Victor, he, won't, he wouldn't be bothered anyway, would he? He'd just yeah. he'd still sort of enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There we go. Uh, we, Ian Bradley finished one saying, a Chuff for Angus McDonald getting a two year deal at Swindon. Very mm. happy to see Angus back yes. in football. And that is an unbelievable signing for league two. If he's if he's half the player he was in yeah. our championship season, that is unbelievable for league two. Yeah. Um, so well done to him and well done for Swindon, because that's yeah, that's they, they,
2: they won't concede many this season, Swindon.
0: Yeah. Great player. Um, right, so there we go. Please subscribe to YouTube channel if you haven't already. Make sure iTunes Spotify, you do so as well. We will talk about our next episode. Will not be Sunday. It will be Monday. Well, Monday night. We call Monday night. Released on Tuesday morning, which will be our predictions episode. Uh, Lewis will be joining us. Maybe will. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, the predictions. So we're going to cover where we finish, best player. There's like six different categories. Just so I put, put this on the record, I have already told Mick what they what I want from him. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no excuse not to, not to have done a bit of research.
1: <laughs> I, I I need to know what players we've got
0: that might change between now and Monday <laughs> it might do it might yeah um, so yeah that'll be Monday evening Tuesday hopefully uh, some transfer news Uh certainly one we'd expect in Thursday keep an eye on the YouTube channel because we like, on Thursday evening we're looking at streaming the live Q&A from the Legends Night mm. that Kev Johnson's organised so keep an eye on there make sure you subscribe and you can get the notification bell as well and that'll go live we'll try and tweet something out we were there So we're not going to be able to do too much in terms of notifying you and things like that. Just keep an eye on the YouTube channel uh, because that's where it will be. If we can put it out as audio, we will, but we'll see what happens with that one. Um, Mick, Danny, anything else?
2: No, not from me. No, all good.
0: Wonderful. Thank you all for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it and we will see you all on next week. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Bye. vicious